Well, hello there, my friends, my fellow Clashers. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you might be. I hope that you are having a fantastic day in Clashic Lands. Uh, this is your host, Catfish, and this is yet another episode of Clashing in Traffic. Uh, hop on in, buckle up, and let's go out here and play in some traffic, y'all. Uh, so what do we have going on in Clash of Clans? Um, there's not really a whole lot of stuff going on. I think I covered most of the major things in last week's short episode. So this one's going to be rather short. Uh, thanks for coming along, and we'll see you guys next week. No, man, I'm, I'm just messing with you. Uh, there is a ton of stuff going on in Clash of Clans uh, in multiple different fronts. So we have a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. Uh, but I don't know how much traffic I'm going to have on my commute today. So hopefully we'll be able to get through it in one segment. If not, don't worry. We'll break this into two segments. Uh, Y'all will just have a, a quick break between segments, but me, I'll have several hours of grueling work that I'll have to be taken care of before I get a chance to come back and talk to y'all. But due to the magic of editing, hopefully it'll all be seamless. So what do we really have to talk about in Clash of Clans? What happened this past week? We ended last week's episode. I had talked a little bit about Supercell CWL that was going on. Uh, that was happening uh, right in the middle of last week's episode. I had just returned from some vacation. I uh, had not even been opted in to war uh, in any of my clans. And I'm in, I'm in several different clans uh, with many different accounts. Uh, so I did all of my attacking after last week's episode, uh, and did, we did okay. Uh, most of y'all know that my main clan, Knights of Zion, we have been feverishly trying to get promoted back up to Champion League 3 after some real-world, real-life stuff uh, prevented many of our number one attackers from being able to be with us last month and uh, resulted in us getting demoted. Uh, COTP Plebs, uh, continuing on our usual streak over there. Um, COTP Plebs yet again was promoted. Uh, I think we're up to Silver 2 now. Um, and that's mostly because we're, we're doing 30 versus 30 war there. And our promotions are mostly because we are active. And we're going up against clans that completely outmatch us that should absolutely destroy us you know we our max town hall is a town hall nine and it's actually a rushed town hall nine and we've got a couple uh a couple mid almost max town hall eights but we're going up against clans that have 13s 12s 11s and whatnot but they're only using a couple attacks and that is how we're able to win those wars is just being active if you are in a low league just having everybody in your clan attack will win you that league. Uh, we ended up winning every... Uh, we lost one war, um, but we still ended up winning the league, so we got promoted yet again. Um, now, we did have some folks that didn't make their attacks, and if that becomes a habit, then they got to go. Um, doing 30 versus 30 and having a bunch of people opted out or having a couple people uh, who do not get their attacks in, even at that low level is going to have an impact on our results. So uh, if you have a habit of missing war attacks, then unfortunately you will not be sticking around any of our clans. That's just not the way that we do things. Uh, so next month, hopefully we'll still continue having enough people to do these 30v30s and the plebs will continue our march up through the ranks. Uh, we still have a 
almost perfect war record where our only wars that have not been wins have been perfect war ties. Uh, we have a couple losses on the CWL maps uh, for individual wars, but I think we have won our league every time and we have been promoted every single time. So shout outs to the plebs. Uh, great work, even though your leader was missing for half of it, y'all uh, still continued to crush it. And thank you guys for that. Thank you for the leadership team over there stepping up and helping out while I was away, um, including one of our newest leaders, Good Cop, Bad Cop, who uh, helped maintain the right uh, roster on the war map, uh, Tribe of Judah, and all those other guys who have been uh, helping out there. Thank you guys. Now for Knights of Zion. Uh, yeah, we've been trying to get promoted back up. Last time we got demoted down to Master 1, it was it was a cakewalk. Uh, we just absolutely blasted through, um, won every war by multiple stars, and it was an easy promotion because, again, we're a, there's a there seems to be a big difference between the level of play when you go from masters up to champion. Um, not saying that everybody down in masters is not good. Um, there are some great clans who are, are working the best they can. They may just not have fully upgraded bases, so it's a little bit easier to triple those guys. Uh, but there, there does seem to be this, this line of demarcation, thank you, uh, between Master 1 and Champs 3. And the same thing happens when you try to go from Champs 2 up to Champs 1. There's a big difference there. Um, but we, 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 did a, we did pretty well this week. Um, we ended up, having two other clans in the league that were not so easy for us. Uh, as we, we continued on, we had most of our easy matchups the first couple days. The first day, the enemy clan, I believe, used fewer than half of their attacks, um, which is good for us in that it was an easy war win, but when we come to the end of the story, we'll find out it, it did throw a little bit of a monkey wrench into some of the things, but we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, the tougher clans ended up being at the end of the week. So right about the time that I get back from vacation, and it's time for me to look at, all right, who already has their eight stars so they can be rotated out? Who are the guys like myself who are sitting on the bench and itching to get in there and get some stuff done? Uh, right about then is when we start facing the tough clans. Now, when you have a team that's on a roll, and by on a roll, I mean one of our days, we were... 1% on one base from having a perfect war in a CWL day. We got 14 triples and one two-star that was a 99%. That is how well the Knights of Zion did that day. Now, some of those bases were rushed, not all of them. Uh, so to still be able to triple all of the bases at the top of that map was a good feat. So congratulations to the Knights of Zion who were in that day and were able to just crush it. We come off of that with a team that is just doing so well, and now I've got to start making roster changes? That's a difficult thing to do. Um, but we, we thankfully had a couple guys who volunteered to say, hey, I've got my eight stars. I'm willing to sit out. Uh, our rule is that if you get a one star or, or a zero star, or if you miss an attack, then you're automatically benched. And yeah, we had a couple of those, unfortunately. Um, they, they happen. We try to prevent that by doing... Uh, war planning in our Discord war rooms where we post screenshots of the bases we're going to attack and then narrate a little bit of uh, our plan and have other clanmates look it over. 
that really does help to prevent those one stars. Um, but every once in a while, one of them will happen. So then you got you got to go on the bench and make room for somebody else. Uh, but we didn't have a whole lot of those. So when it comes time for me to now, all right, how how am I going to get my account in? And I'm more about the team. So if I need to sit out to let the team go, that's fine. Uh, but as a leader, I'm also looking to try to get our other guys chances to get in and get some attacks done. Um, so we had a couple guys volunteer to sit out. We made those changes as we're heading up against the toughest team, well, toughest team for us uh, in that league. And y'all tell you, we jumped out to an early lead that looked like, all right, we got this in the bag. And then they start coming back. Uh, and one of our last attacks ended up being a single, which just, uh-oh, what are we gonna do now? Um, the only way that they could come back and tie us was if they tripled our last base. And guess what? They tripled our last base. So now we're tied on stars and it comes down to that all important tiebreaker of percentage. Thankfully, our guys in KOZ, when even when they two star base, were crushing the base and we were able to win handily on the percentage points. So we won that one against who was then the number two clan in the league and now have to go on to the new number two clan in the league. Uh, a clan by the name of Pagan not pagan, <laughs> vegan, vegan pastures. I got that, that V and that P switch there. Vegan pastures. Uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, they were a decent clan. It was another tough clan for us to, to go up against. Um, again, very similarly, we ended up out in a, in an early lead and they then started attacking and coming back. And we ended up yet again, tied on stars, but we were able to win slightly on the percentage. So we were able to beat the other two clans that were actually active and actually filling their clan castles because we did face some clans that didn't fill all of their clan castles. Um, man, that's important, y'all. Make sure if you're in that CWL war or any war, if you're on the map, go in and check those clan castles and make sure they got troops in there. Even if you can't donate, if it gets down to those last five minutes, if you don't have what they're asking for, put something in there, y'all. But it should never, ever come down to that, right? Uh, but again, shout outs to Vegan Pastures. We actually had one of their guys hop into our clan's application discord and start chatting with us. Um, he, he was interested in, in some of the ways that we do things and how we're organized. Uh, he actually was trying to steal some bases from us, but you know, we ain't, we ain't going to let that happen. Um, we actually have a base builder and we don't want our bases going out to other clans and getting burnt and making it easier. Now, yeah, we might not need those town hall 13 bases much longer because we've got that other thing that we'll talk about in a few minutes. But just because we're not using them doesn't mean we're not going to send those town hall 13 base designs down to our town hall 12s who are going to be reaching up now into town hall 13. Uh, so no, we're not going to let you come and steal our bases, but I'm happy to chat with you. And uh, it was a good game. So well played vegan pastures maybe we'll see you guys uh up in champs next month maybe you guys will get promoted and we'll see you up there with us but i do want to give a shout out to our top cwl participants from knights of zion uh, this month our top five consists of well the guy who is almost always number one in the clan when it comes to these uh cwl statistics and that is crackers crackers ended up with five triples out of seven hits homeboy is always crushing it and we could all learn some stuff from crackers so great job out there 
then we have Sir Cello Pup, Big D, our fearless leader, and Peacekeeper. Uh, those guys all ended up with four triples out of being in for seven days. And then number five, one of our newer guys, been with the clan for a little bit, uh, was was actually a little reluctant to come up. He he did SCCWL with his last month. He's one of the guys that was on the lower end of our war map, so he had previously done his CWL attacks down with Eden's Edge, but got promoted up to KOZ for CWL last month, did well. This month, he ends up in the top five with two out of four triples and only four attacks because he's one of those guys who volunteered to come off the map and go onto the bench so that the rest of us could get in, and that is Jinx. Uh, great job, Jinx. Uh, love seeing the way that you're improving and uh, contributing to the clan and to the clan family. He's actually our newest recruiter. So if you're out there in Clash of Clans world and are looking to join Knights of Zion or Eden's Edge and join our application Discord server, you might end up chatting with Jinx. If you do, tell him congratulations for his latest performance in CWL. Two triples out of four attacks. Great job, great job. We also, as we're trying to get better and improve and talking about recruits and whatnot, we do have some new faces around Knights of Zion. Uh, I, last week in our episode, we briefly touched on one of the newest faces, that being Tribe of Judah. He hopped into the clan right before, a few hours before I recorded last week's episode. Uh, so nice to see him in there. So now we've got Tribe of Judah up in Knights of Zion, his wife, Proverbs 31, down in Eden's Edge. Um, and I'm just loving having a lot of the family back together again. We've, we have been clashing together in and out of various different clans uh, for many years. And it's nice to have some friendly well, I'd say friendly faces, even though we don't we don't actually get to see each other's face in game. But some friendly guys on the other end of the keyboard there. And then we got another familiar face who, right in the middle of CWL, I see this application come in. And I thought, there is no way. I've been asking, we have been bugging this guy for months about potentially coming over to Knights of Zion. And I didn't know that he ever would. But I see this application come in, and let me tell you, it, it made my heart so happy to see Marshman wanting to send one of his accounts over to Knights of Zion. Uh, me and Dynamite were in the Discord, uh, the, the recruiter chat. It, we were kind of freaking out. They, they, all right, we got Marsh. He's wanting to come on over. We're going to get a lot of the band back together. Uh, so Marsh brought one of his Town Hall 13s. He's got a, a couple of them out there, but brought one of his Town Hall 13s over, applied, did well in the application, and now he's in he's in the clan. Uh, that account wasn't in CWL in any of his other clans, uh, so we brought him on over. He had to, didn't even get to sit the bench. He was just a, a spectator watching what was going on doing some FCs, trying to learn a bit, a little bit about the clan, and going to be starting his trials, well, today. We spun a war last night, so his first trial war will start tonight. We'll see how well he does. Uh, so congrats, Marsh, on making it in as a trialist. Uh, Marshman is the host of the Clash Life podcast. Hasn't put out some episodes in a while, but he will be participating in the podcast war that we have coming up at the end of the week. Uh, so we'll talk about a little bit more about that at the end of the episode. And finally, one of the newer recruits uh, is Jeremy. I'm not exactly sure where Jeremy 
came from, how he found us. Uh, but he was another one of the guys who applied during the middle of CWL, was in a clan that did not have enough folks to do CWL. So we brought him in. He's been doing FCs in the clan and, and chatting with us. Uh, had to watch from, from the sidelines or not even from the bench. He was up in the nosebleeds, I guess, watching CWL and just itching to get back into some action. So he'll be one of those trialists that'll be warring with us tonight when we go to war again. Uh, first war for a lot of us as Town Hall 14s. So again, uh, welcome Tribe of Judah, Marshman, and Jeremy to the Knights of Zion for your trials. I wish you guys the best, and uh, I hope that y'all will turn into some of these guys that we'll be talking about as some of the top hitters in SCCWL. Hopefully that's what we'll see. Now, I talked about a little bit of a monkey wrench getting thrown into SCCWL because of the clans that didn't attack completely. And what I mean by that is when I'm tracking stats to see who is getting listed at the top of our, our roster and who gets those bonus medals, we usually look at net stars as one of those top metrics to look at for who's going to get bonus medals. Uh, we want to see who got the most stars on offense and who gave up the least amount of stars on defense. And no, not everybody can be a base builder, but if you notice a trend of your base getting tripled, we at least want you to reach out, ask for a new base, or maybe make some changes to the defensive CC. But we want you to be paying attention to your defense. If you're not doing that, then it's just going to keep getting tripled, right? Well, if the enemy clan doesn't attack you because they missed attacks, well, that automatically puts you ahead in that net star category. And we had one guy who did well. He was he was really a, a, one of our, he was just outside the top five maybe after we adjusted our metrics. His base only got attacked three times through the whole week. So yeah, he showed up as having the highest net stars because he did all seven of his attacks, but only got attacked three times. I mean, come on, y'all. So we had to adjust some things. But the nice thing about it was, so that was that was uh, WHP. Uh, w Parker, is, uh, as some of his accounts are, he is also one of the leaders in the use code Klaus clan. So if you're one of Klaus's fans that's uh, jumping into the, the UCK Discord or the UCK clan, uh, Parker's one of the guys leading that. And he is a, he's a solid attacker up in Knights of Zion. But he was one of the guys who was full of the CWL medals. So when we go to distribute these medals, we had several guys say, hey guys, I'm full, I can't take any more medals, so please don't include me when you start looking at the list for giving out the bonuses. We had a lot of guys that did that. So this was great timing. They had filled up those CWL medals, got completely full right before an update hits. Uh, so good timing on their part. But here's a thing that I didn't know. Just from the regular medals that they earned during the CWL, before the bonuses are given out. When they log in the first time, you get that screen that shows, hey, your clan either stayed, was demoted, or promoted. We got to see that. You got promoted screen. And then it tells you how many medals you get awarded. If you get awarded enough medals to where it fills up your medal storage that you can hold, but there's still more remaining, did you know the game turns those into gems? I didn't know that. So Parker, Crackers, uh, and there was a couple, I think Klaus, and there was one other that said that they were full. They got a message that said, you got this many medals from CWL and this many gems. Well, that's 
good to know because once you get to end game of, of being fully maxed and having all those medals saved up, at least they do something. So thank you, Supercell, for thinking that one through and giving our guys the ability to pick up some extra gems uh, even after CWL. So we had a couple guys that said, no, I don't need any bonuses. And then because we won in Master 1, we won all eight wars, we were able to then distribute 10 bonuses. Well, that that's nearly the entire roster of, the, well, at least the starting roster, because four guys said we don't need medals, we can give 10 bonuses, and there's only 15 that you can put on the map uh, at that point in uh, Masters uh, 1. So that's a lot of bonuses we got to give out, um, and thanks to the guys who were full and said, please take us out of contention for getting any more bonuses. Uh, that really helped distribute those things around the clan and made us a little bit better. Hopefully we will all now be able to push our way up through Town Hall 14 even faster. So what's the other big thing that we have going on in Clash of Clans now that Supercell CWL has ended? And that was the news that Town Hall 14 and the Spring 2021 update was on the way. Despite what Catfish said a couple weeks ago about it not coming in April, by golly, Supercell surprised us and put it out in April. Uh, it all hit just a couple days ago, and I kind of figured after seeing when the the sneak peeks all hit and folks saying that that you know when the last sneak peek hit that it was going to hit you know Sunday night Monday morning sometime um, after the Hammer Jam event ended. Now I didn't I didn't intend on staying awake and, and waiting for that to hit because I know that update or upgrade times on things like that can take a while. Uh, I work in the IT industry so I know major software changes um, across a network can can be painful and when you're talking about um, a major software change that's going to be out there with millions of different user devices getting that 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 change in right can be a difficult thing so I didn't I didn't intend to stay up and, and see when they were going to be releasing it um, however there were other plans in the works that I did not know about uh, you see about oh 2 30 3 o'clock in the morning my little dog um, her name is Mo Mo is a long hair miniature dachshund she is just the most adorable little thing um, and apparently she ate something that did not agree with her little belly so she woke me up about 2 30 3 o'clock in the morning and was just begging to go outside um, so I get out of bed I take her down and I let her out uh, I had grab the phone to use as a flashlight to get down the stairs and, and out the door and so I can watch her and, and watch out for her. And I see the, the notification of a tweet from Clash of Clans saying that they were going to be going into the maintenance break and that the spring update was about to go live. Um, so I thought, well, let me, let me see what's going on. And sure enough, uh, I logged in just in time to see the maintenance break go. Um, so I jump on over to the app store and saw rather quickly, I was, I was really surprised that for me at least, it was in the app store immediately as soon as the, uh, as soon as the maintenance break started. So I'm, I'm on iOS, uh, and it hit that app store quickly for me. So I, I hit the update button, um, 
checked out some of the guys on Discord um, while I was waiting for the dog. Then I had to, to clean up the, the dog a little bit. Um, she's feeling much better now, folks, but um, she was not feeling well that night. Uh, and then we went back to bed, cleaned her up, went back to bed, and she woke me up again about 7 o'clock. And I see that, you know, the maintenance break is still kind of been going back and forth. They've had to extend it and extend it again. And people have been getting upset with them on Twitter. And people in Discord are, you know, going, what's going on? Um, and folks, like I said, those big updates, when, to try to get them right, it takes a while. So, um, you know, a big thank you to Supercell for putting up with all of your impatient fans uh, who are whining and griping about it taking a little bit of extra time. I'm, I'm glad that you gave us this new content and that you took the time to try to get it right. Now, does that mean it was perfect? No, there's still a couple bugs. There, um, Just, I don't know, just a little bit ago before I started recording this segment, uh, it went down for another maintenance break um, to fix some of the issues where, uh, like the miners, they, they, you weren't able to see their health bar, which was really messing up people that are using hybrid attacks, right? If I can't see the health bar of my miners when they're going up against a multi or a whiz tower, uh, how do I know when to drop that heel? So there were a couple little bugs that had to get worked out. Um, one bug that people were taking advantage of with the Autobot. I don't know how they're going to address that one. Um, there, was a, there was a bug where you could get the Autobot early so a lot of people went in and, and did that. I don't know what Supercell's plan is for the people who unlocked Auto before they actually completed all the things. I guess we'll, we'll have to see how that all works out. But Town Hall 14 is here. Uh, I'm sure by now everybody has, has seen some of the new content. You've taken advantage of some of the new things, the, the price reductions. And no, the price reductions aren't as much as that hammer jam reduction there was somebody i saw on twitter complaining about how after the new update the buildings got more expensive well yeah during hammer jam you had a 50 percent reduction they didn't reduce all the buildings by 50 percent with the update so yeah hammer jam ended now you're back to the, the normal uh what's going to be the, the the prices from now on um but yeah, even at the lower levels, you got a little bit of stuff going on. I got to log into like my Town Hall 2s and check out some of the new starter uh, starter pack things that are in there and get some extra uh, loot and gems and whatnot from that. I think that's great because now that we have 14 Town Hall levels, making it faster to get through the lower ones means that they're going to get up there even quicker. Um, and as, as people retire from the game and stop playing, we're now going to get some more and more folks that are up there at the top levels a little bit faster. So uh, good on you, Supercell, for, for thinking of ways um, to get more players involved and excited about playing the game again. Uh, I know that a lot of us, and I'm not even one of the OG guys, right? I didn't start playing until 2015, so um, I, I wasn't around when you could sell buildings or uh, I just caught the end of the blue walls. At, at Town Hall 10, I believe. So I'm not one of the OG guys, but there's a lot of us, myself included, who remember how long it used to take to get through everything. And some of us might complain, but I think it's a good thing that they've sped some stuff up at the lower levels so that we can get people up to the higher levels faster. So what did I do? What did I do on my base, my profile for my Town Hall 14 now? Um, as soon as it hit, you know, like I said, I happened to, uh, dog just happened to wake me up to, to go outside again. I look and I 
picked it up and everything was live. So I, uh, I got my town hall upgraded right away and then started getting to work on some other things. Now, I had enough magic items to immediately upgrade three buildings. And I really feel like there are four buildings that have priority. So I had to, to pick three of four. Um, the first being the town hall, of course. Gotta gotta get the town hall right away because um, that is a is a 100% max town hall 13. I needed to get all of that content for the town hall 14 to help. Well, one one for me to enjoy playing, and two to help the clan out, right? Um, the second, the once that town hall is done, the absolute most important thing to do is your lab. Every single town hall, you've got to get the lab upgraded so that you can start working on getting the, the troops and the spells upgraded. Um, now, there's no new troops, so I don't have to worry about upgrading barracks. Uh, but getting the lab means that I can take advantage of that troop boost that you get when you upgrade to a new town hall level, right? Uh, because the first few days after upgrading to a new town hall level, they automatically get boosted to the max level of your current lab. So I've got to make sure that my lab is at the right level. So I got that done, which then left me with one magic item for doing a building. And I had to choose between the clan castle or the pet house. Now, I was only going to be able to get the pet house to level one. I wasn't going to be able to upgrade any further than that. You see, I am mostly free to play. I will occasionally buy the gold pass, but I don't buy packs. So I don't have a ton of gems or stacked up magic items waiting for me. Uh, I can carry just what the limits are for the magic item storage. So I've got to decide, do I do the clan castle or do I get level one pet house with a level one lassie? And I decided that it was more important to me to have that extra spell slot. So I upgraded my clan castle with a, the magic item and now I have a builder that's working on the pet house. So it'll be a few more days before I have actually unlocked the new, it's not a troop, the, the, the hero pets, right, uh, for Town Hall 14. So I've got to wait for that. So I don't have um, that extra power going there with the Town Hall 14. However, once I got my lab done, I did have enough magic items to where I got both of the spell upgrades done. Um, for the troops, I decided to prioritize the healers and the baby dragons healers because I do like to do some queen charges and occasional queen walk um, on, on some of my attacks so I, I thought having those upgraded healers was going to help me out and then the baby dragons because that inferno dragon attack has been so OP in, in meta right now that while it's not one of my go-to attacks because it's been so strong I wanted to have the ability to, to use that and practice that attack so I, I did the baby dragons. Um, and then I realized I had an extra book of um, fighting because of the current gold pass. So I could do a third troop. And I, I looked at it and thought, to me, the next one that I wanted to do was actually the archers. Now, no, I don't use individual archers all that often, except maybe you know one or two as filler. I don't use the archer as a main troop all that often, but they do get used in every single attack because the Archer Queen's ability spawns archers that are of the same level as what you have in your lab. Uh, so just for the Archer Queen's ability, I unlock the archers. And then for the next troop that's currently upgrading the old-fashioned way, got to wait for the lab to do it, uh, even though I do have some research potions that, have, that are going to help speed it along, I actually went for the barbs. So 
they are going to help with my Barb King's uh, ability and, and make him a little bit stronger with that. And uh, can't wait for having Max Barch. Should I Max Barch in Legend League? Nah, I think I'll stick with using real armies. Um, and then we'll, I don't know what the next one's going to be. Uh, the, the wall breaker, um, you can still get through the new max level walls with the current wall breaker level for Town Hall 13 if they're the super wall breakers, right? So you don't have to upgrade your wall breaker at Town Hall 14 for the super wall breaker to be able to get through those max walls. So I don't, that's not a priority to me. Uh, I typically have super wall breakers uh, boosted in the, the sauna. <laughs> Um, so that's not, that's not a priority right now for me. So I'm not sure what the next one's going to be. Maybe minions, uh, if I'm not using all that DE towards the hero and the hero pets. We'll see how that goes. But I do use some minions with some of my different, um, like Queen Charge Lalo attacks. Uh, I like a, a TDH style, um, Queen Charge Lalo. Uh, TDH is a guy that I've watched some of his attacks since when I was a town all nine, um, way back in the day. Uh, <clears throat> Cleric Dragoon introduced me to the TDH um, Lalo at Town Hall 9, and it was one of my very favorite attacks at Town Hall 9, and even tried to transition it to Town Hall 10, but when you're getting into multi-Inferno towers before the Inferno nerf, it's kind of difficult to do that. Uh, so I, I lost I lost interest in using that TDH-style attack, but TDH is a dude. He's actually a, a Clash of Clans player. Um, and has been posting a lot of his Legend League pushes and uses a, it's like only one Lava Hound and using um, your, your Queen Charge to take out a ton of the base before you at the end clean up with a, a single Lava Hound and a bunch of Lalunian kind of stuff. So, um, so maybe Minions will be my next, my next upgrade. We shall see. So that's about it for the Town Hall 14 stuff. There's going to be a lot of it. I don't want to, you know, we'll probably talk about a little bit more of that next week. We'll see how wars go. We've, we've spun our first war, like I said. We'll, we'll have some Town Hall 14 hits um, coming up here soon to, to see how that goes, see how the meta has changed with Town Hall 14. Um, I do know that the timing of this has made some things interesting on the pro side of stuff. And uh, we will... Yeah, maybe we'll talk about that here in just a moment. I'm about to drive through a security gate here at work, so you're going to hear me talking with the security guard here for a second uh, as, I, as I get through here. And then we'll, we'll finish off talking on this segment about the Town Hall 14 update. Hey. Thank you, too. All right, guys, let's give a, a wave and a thank you to the security guards that are in my place of employment. So this, this Town Hall 14 update timing is starting at the beginning of the World Championships. And the complaint right now, so let me, let me back up for a second. I have always been a proponent that Clash of Clans is not pay to win. And for, the, for your standard, typical, casual user, casual player, that is true. It is still not pay to win because even if I give you the what did Galadon say it was it was a whole ton of gems to, to completely max out Town Hall 14 even if I give you enough gems to do that that doesn't mean you're going to be able to triple another Town Hall 14 base right another maxed Town Hall 14 base you, you've got to have the skill 
Well, when you start talking about these guys that are competing in the world championships, they all have skill. Well, going releasing this update right as the championship tournament is beginning means the guys who had the money to pay for better defenses and better offense are going to have a distinct advantage over the guys who are... And I don't think any of the guys that are competing at the world level are 100% free to play, but they don't all have the hundreds of dollars that it would take to gem everything to max immediately. So that puts them at a distinct disadvantage. And some of the players, now this is what I've read from some of our guys on Discord who uh, who, stay, who pay attention to what's going on in the leagues. Some of the, the, the world championship teams who didn't have the money to gem everything to max right away were complaining that the timing of this made the world championship bracket pay to win simply for the fact that they now have a distinct advantage in game um, clash of clans has always been paid to progress right i can pay to buy gems to go further but that usually pits me against people who are of the same level as me but when we move into this tournament with cash prizes where everybody is at about the same skill level and now we have to worry about who has the bases that are max versus who doesn't, I don't know. I, I think it kind of taints this year's world championship a little bit. The, during the Town Hall 13 update, they waited until after the world championships were done to then release Town Hall 13. So everybody competed all, th all through the pre-qualifications, the qualifiers, the, the tournament, all the way up through all of that. And most of those players were already at max or near max Town Hall 12 after world championships then they released town hall 13. well now they've done the like the pre-qualifiers and the warm-up stuff and then they release town hall 14 and then they start the world championship tournament and it i don't know i, I do i think it's going to taint this year's a little bit is that going to is that going to be enough to make supercell pay a little bit more attention and maybe address that in future updates I hope, and I hope that it really doesn't impact um, the world championships, but it does, you know, like I said, it, it, it almost makes you want to put a little asterisk in the uh, the record book next to that one because it, it kind of makes it pay to win. And I, I just, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, you can always pay to get that max base, but doing it in a, a money winning tournament is, uh, makes it a little bit more difficult. So I, you know, I don't, I don't have an official stance on that and nobody really cares what just a couple of us are, are thinking, but you know, that's just something to keep in the back of the mind. Hopefully in future updates, uh, we won't see it line up just like this, or they'll put something in place to, um, prevent the world championship stuff from being impacted by those updates. And now y'all it's time to talk about what is going to be happening this weekend. I mentioned it last week, but we in the uh, Clash of Clans podcast community, our, our OG Clash of Clans podcast being the Clash Files, have uh, coordinated what they're calling pods and recreation. A lot of the active Clash of Clans podcasts that are going on today have all been invited to participate in this big clan war that's going on. We're all brand new, not all of us, there's some lower Town Hall levels, but to celebrate Town Hall 14, uh, we're getting a lot of the, the Clash of Clans podcast together, and we're going to have a big war. Uh, a lot of the hosts 
have invited some of their clan members and, and some of their audience. So I've invited a lot of the guys from Knights of Zion, um, which includes, you know, Tribe of Judah, Proverbs 31 from the Clash on the Potty, uh, Dynamite is going to be coming over, um, and our audiences are going to be bringing a few folks over. Uh, and I've invited some of the Knights of Zion to come over. Big D, our fearless leader, is going to come join us. I believe Sir Cello Pup and I think it was Lucifer. So those are all some of our, our Town Hall 14 guys. Uh, they're going to be coming over to participate. We might have a, a couple other guys from, from the Knights and from Eden's Edge hopping in there to, to help out. Um, we're going to have a draft on it. Um, well, today for me is Tuesday. Uh, I believe the draft is going to be held tentatively Wednesday night. We're going to see who's going to which teams. Um, I hope that I get to have the Knights on my team. So hint, hint to the team captains who are, are uh, maybe listening to this before the draft. Why, why don't you hook Catfish up and let Catfish have, have some of his, uh, his partners on his team, uh, if you know what I mean. Uh, the teams. <laughs> so pods and recreation, right? One of our favorite shows is Parks and Recreation. So we're... we're uh, basing this off of that show a little bit the teams are going to be team literally versus team treat yourself i don't know which team i'm going to be on i know which one i'd like to be on but we'll have to wait and see uh where i end up where my buddies end up and we're going to have this war uh this weekend uh it is going to be there's going to be some coverage on it it'll some of it'll be on stream um the clash files has a guy who does some twitch streaming so i think he's going to cover it more information and details on where you can watch it, where you can get the recaps of it, will be in the Clash Files Discord. So discord.gg slash Clash Files. Uh, you can also check out Clash Files on Twitter. They've just put out a, a Twitter announcement about the war. We're hoping to spread the word and see if we can get any more of the, the Clash of Clans community as a whole um, to, to check out what's going on in the podcast community. So uh, be sure to check out Clash Files Discord server for more information. And if you uh, have friends and family and whatever out there that would uh, maybe be interested in it share the tweet announcement that uh clash files put out i'm on twitter but i don't i don't really use it a whole lot if you go on there you're probably going to laugh at my ratio as they call it because I, I don't use it very often but i am on there is catfish underscore k-o-z you know knights of zion k-o-z um you can you can check that out just to get a, a hold of the announcement uh, but i'm i'm looking forward to getting together with the rest of the podcast community uh, and shedding a light on this medium that we all like uh, to listen to, to, to create. It's a, it's been a fun journey for me listening to my buddies who have put out podcasts and now uh, for myself getting into the podcast a little bit. Uh, so again, Clash Files Discord for more information. That'll be going down this weekend. And... Uh, can't wait to see it. Hope that you'll enjoy, that you'll stop by and check out some of the content being made there. And now, as we close out this episode, I want to thank you all for riding with me. Thank you for fighting traffic with me. And we're going to end it with just a little bit of a song. I fell in it, the pit. You fell in it, the pit. We all fell in it, the pit. The pit, I fell in it. The pit, you fell in it. The pit, we all fell in it. The pit.